This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is a heck of a story. And I think a lot of people would call this an adventure of a lifetime. But for this family, traveling the world is absolutely crucial to their children's future. And this is a story about Edith and her husband, Sebastian. They're from Quebec, but they have taken a year off. They're going to travel the world with their four children, all so that these children can see everything in the world before three of the kids lose their sight to a rare genetic condition that will lose, will cause these kids to either lose their vision or their vision will decline over time. And the first diagnosis started with their daughter, Mia, when she was just three. Then a few later, years later, the couple would learn that Colin and Laurent, just seven and five, so this is two of the three boys that they have, were also diagnosed with this rare condition. Now, it's not known how long any of these kids will have their sight, but one of the specialists told the family, you know, fill the kids with as many visual memories as you can, just so you can help them in the future and they can, I guess, navigate in a world that they might not or won't be able to see. But instead of pulling out, you know, books and movies, this mom and dad planned a one-year trip because they wanted their kids to take in everything that they could possibly take in. Edith LeMay is the mother of these four kids, and I think you are in Bali now, and as I understand, you're in a rice field to get a good connection, so we thank you. This all started in, in Africa, though, um, and... and, and Take us through this journey of what it has been like for you, knowing that what you're doing is as much an adventure as it is equipping your children with life skills. Yes. Well, the, the first reason why we did this is really um, we wanted them to have their memory filled with beautiful things, amazing mm. scenery. And we decided to take them around the world and show them the beauty of the world while they can. And you don't, you know, I have to think as a parent, I mean, this is a crushing uh, blow. You know, you take your daughter in. I guess Mia had been experiencing some issues. You take her in, you get her checked, and then you get this diagnosis and a rare um, a diagnosis. And then you have, you know, you have other children knowing full well that, you know, you have kids that may not be able to see in the future. That is a really tough blow, not just for the parents, not for parents, but for the kids, your kids themselves. But for us, it was really, really hard. Uh, it's something it's hard to accept. Um, and, and the hardest part was that you get the diagnosis and there's just nothing you can do about it. They tell you, oh, here's your diagnosis. Come and see us back in a year. And, and then there's nothing to do. And my way to cope with problems is to find solution and get into action. And I was struggling because there was nothing I could do and actually this trip for us is a way to cope also to be able to uh, get into action and do something concrete for our, our kids. 
Yeah, and I, I don't know what's behind you. I'm sure it's something beautiful. Birds, nature, nonetheless. It's all the kinds of things that I you're taking in. <laughs> oh, frogs. Okay, but they're probably very beautiful frogs. And these are these are some of the things that your children will hopefully be imprinted in so that one day down the line, I mean, I think it's interesting that when, when your your daughter, the first to be diagnosed with this rare rare disease, you know, the doctor said, imprint them. They'll, they'll need this. It will help navigate, I guess, in later. Is that the idea so that when your kids are older, they'll have an idea that when you're talking about elephants, you're talking about safari that you're talking about whether it's the great wall of time that they understand they know because they've seen it they've seen it yeah and i think it's very different in your memory you know when you see an elephant in a book you don't register yeah. it the same way when you face a real elephant uh in real life so that that was the, the starting point like filling their visual memory with something like that they can refer refer to in the future but mm-hmm. it got like the the trip brought us so much more than that. Yeah, I I can't imagine. I mean, it's 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 amazing. So you get the diagnosis with your daughter, and then it wouldn't be until a few years later that your your two of your three boys, um, Lachlan, mm-hmm. uh, Laurent, and Colin would be diagnosed. When did you and your husband decide? Look, we are gonna we're going to really go for it here. We're going to spend our money, take time off. We're going to do this right. When did you decide to come up with this plan that it, the best thing to do for your kids and your family in total was to do this? Um, actually, right after that, that meeting with that special, when she said, okay, fill their visual memory. Um, for me, it was clear that's what I wanted to do. And then I discussed it with Sebastian and, and then we started planning for it. And planning the timing, planning the finance and the logistic of it all. Um, of course, it didn't happen. Like the plan was to leave in July 2020. So nothing happened as planned. But, but we were finally, two years later, able to leave mm-hmm. for that trip. Yeah, of course, uh, the pandemic interrupting even crucial plans like this. These are things that you've had to navigate along with everyone else. Um, tell me. Edith, you know, Mia, Colin, and Laurent, I mean, we don't know, I guess, how severe this will be. They may lose all of their sight. They may lose some of their sight. Do they know what's going on? I mean, have you had those conversations? Do they understand? Yes. Yes. Um, I had a conversation with Mia when she was seven. And she um, she's a really like solution-oriented kid. And, and she took <laughs> it pretty well. And since then, she's like, when you... you talk about it when we talk about it she her answer is well that's the future like i don't know the future but i know that right now i can enjoy my life as it is now Mm. so let's enjoy it now and and face the challenges when they come so that's our way of thinking uh yeah kids kids are resilient yeah yes yes she is really resilient the two other boys are, are are a little young, um, but see, my five years old uh, just a few weeks ago um, mm. asked me the question because for us we we thought that they'll be blind when they're older, you know, since they're babies because uh, Mia has a diagnosis, so everybody knows. But um, he asked me, "Mommy, what does it mean to be blind?" I didn't realize that like, saying the word doesn't mean you really understand. He's only five. So I had yeah. to explain to him what it meant. And then, of course, he asked so many more questions. Okay, how will I drive a car? I Will I cross the street? Will my wife be blind? And question and question. And as I answered those questions, um, I realized that 
okay, now he's starting to realize um, what the challenge he's going to have to face um, later in life. And I tried Boy. to keep it light and like matter of factly, but inside it was just gut wrenching. But, um, but for him, it was just, okay, you gave me answer to my question. Like, let, let's go play and it's all fine. And he, later on, he joked about it with his older brother about that, like their dog, how they're going to do silly things with their dog. And it was really funny to them. So well, wow. they're kids. Yeah, it's a yep. tough conversation to have, but wow. It, I mean, it's extraordinary what you're doing. And as I understand, there's no real set agenda. I mean, you've been to uh, Namibia, uh, Zambia, Tanzania, Turkey, Mongolia. Wow, this is an amazing trip. Indonesia, you've been you're all over and you're kind of, you're going to go to Russia. Well, Ru you're going to go to Russia or you were thinking of going to Russia and China. No, Maybe that's not going to happen now. What has been one? your takeaway? Like what? It, what has been the most extraordinary part of this? This, you know, putting aside the extraordinary, you know, <laughs> um, adventure you've put together. Like, what is the big takeaway for all of you in this? Um, I think it's the bond that we are building together. That's um, really we 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 thought we were really close together, but being twenty four seven together and and you don't have the choice to work out our differences, our little problems. And, and we build so many great memories together that we can refer to. And so it's really something that we share and it's going to, I think it's going to stay with us for a very long time. That's amazing. Well, Edith, look, I, I know that you're pretty much in the middle of nowhere with the frogs. Uh, I thank you so much <laughs> For, for sharing your story with us. I think it's extraordinary what you're doing, and I, I will look forward to kind of following up and seeing where this takes us, and, uh, and I appreciate you joining us. My pleasure. Edith LeMay, joining us uh, in Bali. You can hear the frogs behind her, just part of the journey, part of the imprint that they will leave with their children, um, you know, Delta. Really devastating blow. I mean, imagine that as a parent, learning that and thinking, well, how can we best deal with this? Well... We're going to go take a trip. It's extraordinary.